Like that's what's happening. What's happening is that our models have heavily underestimated all the impacts. And we're seeing that it's so clearly with the floods in Pakistan, the droughts in Europe, the fires and the droughts in the U.S. Like it's everywhere. Coming soon from the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy, a four-part podcast series on climate, agriculture, and the upcoming United Nations Climate Conference, COP27. There's two main funding mechanisms right now, the United Nations Adaptation Fund and the Green Climate Fund, and both of these are notoriously underfunded. One of the things about these cops is that they're very much like a a trade show in some ways. There's governments making announcements about what they're going to do, and then there's the actual negotiations taking place kind of behind closed doors. But then there's also a lot of other interests there. So the corporate interests are very prevalent of all different sectors. So, you know, fossil fuel industry is there. So is agribusiness. I think that's where the exclusive focus on profit-making motive comes in the way of transformative solutions. So, in fact, uh, even at the COP, uh, we see that push for what they call is a net-zero solution. Um, Basically, it means that those, you know, emitting greenhouse gases can continue to do so as long as someone else, somewhere else, happens to be involved in some mitigation action irrespective of whether that is uh, new additional action being initiated to reduce greenhouse emissions or not, you know. Farmers there were the ones who told me this is climate stupid agriculture because why in the 21st century facing climate change would you try and get us on a path dependent on fossil fuel inputs? I think this this piece on democracy is one of the ones that separates um, agroecology from, say, climate smart agriculture. Agroecology is about modern science and traditional knowledge and looking for ways to bring the best of those worlds together. We don't do this work because we think nothing's going to change. We do this work because we feel like, damn it, we can change things. Every year, the UN hosts an international climate conference known as the Conference of Parties, or COP, to try to coordinate a global response to the climate crisis. And as the connections between climate and agriculture gain more attention, we're seeing countries grapple with how to transform farming to mitigate climate change, as well as create resilient food systems on a warming and increasingly unstable planet. But for many, the conversation between the agriculture space and the climate space is new. And the COP is a difficult beast to navigate. Global power imbalances and a narrow focus on emissions at the expense of other vital pieces like biodiversity and food sovereignty leave space for false solutions to proliferate in a moment where we don't have time to waste. We'll explore all of these questions in the lead up and follow up to this year's COP. Coming soon, the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy brings you a limited four-part series, Uprooted, Talking COP27.